Hello, hello, and welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun. I am your hostess, Veronica Trulia, and I am here to help you navigate your 20s through all things lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's episode. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to Martinis and Bikinis. I am your hostess, Veronica. Feeling a little mellow today because, well, earlier I was not feeling very mellow. It's pouring cats and dogs here in New York, and all the subway stations are closed. I got caught in Midtown and was struggling to get back to my apartment. It took about two hours. It was absolutely bonkers, but was able to get into an Uber, get here, record this episode, and have it out to you guys by today. It's Friday, and yes, I am the queen of procrastinating these solo episodes, but it's not that I don't want to talk to you guys. I absolutely love recording these because I actually feel like you guys get to connect with me more, and I feel like connected to you, so I feel like it's just hard to motivate myself because I'm literally talking to the abyss. Right now, I'm sitting at my apartment in my bedroom, and I'm looking out into the window of all of the rain, but my room is very dark right now, very peaceful. I have my home essential oil diffuser blasting right now. So anyway, obviously, we all had a fun summer. (laughs) I had a fantastic summer, and that's something that I want to jump into today is transitioning from summer to like a balanced fall. So transitioning from summer fun to a balanced girl fall, finding fitness, finances, beauty, self-care, all the things. And you guys better prepare because I'm going full wellness girly for the fall. And even this morning, I went to a soul cycle class, the 8.30 a.m. on the Upper East Side with Sammy And he has a really, really fun class. I've really been enjoying his class. He really plays with the lights and the disco balls and the neon lights. And I feel like I'm at a rave. But I did that this morning first thing in the rain, literally got my ass up and went. And then immediately after, I went to an event at Bonbury Mart in the West Village. So it's kind of a hike from the Upper East Side. But met up with my friend Rachel and I got to meet her friend Carly And I actually ran into some other content creators here that I know, which was super fun. But we actually were there for this salt and like bath soap company. They have like hand soaps and hand lotions and they use all these like really amazing healing properties. So go check out my Instagram and I'm sure I posted about it. It's a really, really great brand and they're all about nature. So we were discussing some ways for Noah the Collective, my swimwear line, to collaborate with them. Because if you don't know, NOAA, NOA, it actually stands for Nature's Own Art, and we give back to natural disaster relief. So anyway, that was super fun. Now I'm sitting here talking to you guys, and I definitely want to explain the importance of transitioning from summer and the overstimulation of parties and social events and traveling and all that summer means to, you know, a more quiet, balanced, just peaceful fall. So I definitely want to discuss how I'm integrating beauty and wellness routines 
amongst this transition. And I always love listening to podcasts about people's beauty routines and wellness routines. And I don't want to say that I'm an expert on any of this. It's just something that I'm interested in. And I do try and talk about that on social media, but it doesn't always, you know, get on the forefront because there's other things that I usually talk about in my content, whether it's fine dining, food, maybe some other more lifestyle stuff. But I really enjoy wellness and it's something that I have educated myself a lot on, but this summer I totally neglected (laughs) all of my wellness girly shit and I was just feral. (laughs) So I moved to New York in July and, you know, that is just a whirlwind moving to New York City. I definitely went all out. I had a few weeks here before going to Europe for an entire month, which was super fun and amazing and eye-opening. However, if you've had a European girl summer before, you know, it involves, you know, if this is your jam, a lot of wine and partying and the food is absolutely phenomenal there and it's super fresh. So that was not an issue, but I feel like I came back to New York still in like the European mindset and was going to clubs and going out every weekend. And I quickly realized that I don't think I vibe with that anymore. I feel like I'm approaching 27 and yeah, I enjoy it in moderation. Absolutely. But I think I just really overdid it and I felt very overstimulated. So if you've been feeling very anxious or kind of like you're living in fear for maybe the last couple of weeks, that's exactly how I felt. I've just been really drained and exhausted and a little hopeless, to be honest. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, maybe some overconsumption of alcohol and just my social battery being shot and maybe not having my priorities in line. So that's why I really wanted to talk today about just how we can all go into fall with an open mindset and, you know, maybe prioritize some other things. So obviously I had a great summer and I'm so blessed and I don't regret a single bit of it. It was the most fun summer ever. I really feel like I lived life on the edge, but you know, balance is important. And I'm one of those people that likes to do things well So I like to work well. I like to run my brands well. I like to socialize well. You know, I like to go out with friends and I like to go to nice dinners and I like to go to events. And I also like to eat well, like to eat nourishing foods. I like to move my body well. And sometimes if you're one of those people that likes to do things well, you will over-prioritize one over the others. And I think that's definitely what I did this summer. But you know, I think everybody's idea of balance is different. And when you feel a shift in your mindset, which is how I've been feeling, that usually means it's time to make a shift in your lifestyle. So just get ready, guys. It's going to be fun. So I want to start off by setting some fall goals. So it's important to set goals every season throughout the year just is an introduction to a new time in your life. So I'm not I'm big on New Year's resolutions. I like to do little mood boards and vision boards and all of that. But I think just kind of reassessing where you are in your life, being present throughout the year is really important. So 
I really want to focus on these specific areas. And obviously, if this is something that you want to incorporate into your own life, they can be different categories. But these are some things that I am really trying to elevate in my life in some way, shape or form this fall. So the first is fitness. The second is finances. The third is organization. The fourth is self-care. The fifth is beauty. And then the sixth is socializing, but in a different way. So I definitely want to emphasize my need for having to find balance in all these areas and maybe not even improve these areas, but maybe just find a different path to pursue these areas for myself. So let's start off with the first category, which is fitness and movement routines and my goals towards them. I definitely want to start off by like telling you what my current fitness routine is. I think sometimes I don't give myself enough grace because I'm one of those people that gets absolutely addicted to moving my body. And I think as somebody that came from a family that struggled with addiction, I have found my way through movement and it definitely is a way for me to prioritize my health and you know just kind of let go of some things and you know it's not perfect there are weeks where you know I miss workouts and I feel really helpless and I'm mad that I didn't make it to the gym and you know you can't beat yourself up about it so I think that's one goal for me is just giving myself grace and, you know, just getting in little movement when I can and not beating myself up about it. But right now, you know, again, this is not perfect, but typically in a week, what I'll do is I have a trainer now. I have a personal trainer, which is obviously a huge investment. And I'm very grateful to have the opportunity to be able to do that. I think if that's something you're considering, it's a great option if you're able to afford it, if you're able to find the time to do it, because it really does help you discover the correct form. And it also helps you build strength. If you're looking to do weightlifting, I think it's an incredible way to introduce yourself to that scene. So I had done personal training in the past one other time while I was in college, and it was a very different type of training. It was almost more like cross training. So I was running, I was rowing, I was doing cardio, I was weightlifting, but I decided this time whenever I got into training, I wanted to be super sure of what my goals were. And I'm now working with a trainer here in New York. His name is Daniel Way. He is a great trainer and just so educated in the space. He's constantly taking new courses and re-educating himself about his field, which I think is really important for any brand owner or, you know, if you're in a specific industry, just making sure that you're up to date on what's current and the science and mechanics behind it. So that's why I really trust him, but he's fantastic. I've been working with him for the last few months and he asked me what my goals were aesthetically and, you know, what I was trying to get out of training from like an internal standpoint. And I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to have aesthetic goals, especially whenever you're making the investment to have a personal trainer. 
And I actually did this episode with my friend, Mayor Mariana Moray. You can go back and listen to that. She is a fitness trainer out in LA and she's super talented. She actually is one of my models for New York Fashion Week this year. And we had a really, really open conversation about movement and going to the gym and feeling confident while you're working out. And we talk about vanity when it comes to moving your body and how it's okay to have a little bit of superficial elements to why you're working out. I think it's a really great leeway into really learning what it means to move your body. And for me, yeah, I feel on top of the world after a workout. I feel absolutely fucking incredible. And I would say that's 99% of why I do it. But yeah, there is a 1% that is looking for some sort of aesthetic and you know, that's just an added bonus, if anything. So he asked me what my aesthetic, you know, inspiration was for doing all of this. And I told him that I would love to get stronger and I'd love to be able to do a pull-up <laughs> and that I would love to have leaner, more toned arms. And as a volleyball player growing up, I've always been a very muscular person, like I would say more bulkier thighs, bulkier arms, and I'm so proud of it. But that was like my one thing that I mentioned to him. So throughout the last couple of months, I am now able to do 10 jumpy chin-ups. Obviously, I'm not doing them back to back, but if you guys could have seen me before, I was maybe able to do one jumpy chin-up. I can now do 10, which is such an achievement for me. I remember whenever I was in middle school, I would see all of the gymnastics girls whenever we would do our like PE standardized testing or whatever it's called, like the fitness test. And I would be able to do maybe one, two pull-ups. And the gym girls were like maybe 4'11", and they are like pumping out these pull-ups, <laughs> like probably doing like 40 to 50. And they were beating all the guys too. So it was like such a flex. It was amazing. But I remember always thinking that there was no way that I was going to be able to do something like that. And now I feel so empowered. I feel so confident in my abilities and my strength. And that's why I really love personal training. And I definitely want to have Daniel on at some point to talk about personal training and form and movement and weightlifting. And it's actually anti-aging. So, you know, if you don't want to be one of those like crippled, like 90 year olds, I think this is a really great thing to start, especially in your mid to late 20s, because it just helps your body in the long run. But anyway, so I've been doing that once a week with him. And then there's two days out of the week where I do strength training on my own. And that has been kind of crazy because I used to be so scared to go into the gym and actually start lifting weights. And now I feel like some of the guys in the gym and I know that there's some guy listeners, so let me know if you agree with this. But sometimes I'll be in the gym and there will be like these like really like bulky dudes and they will like sit on the bench and they'll just sit on their phones for like 30 minutes. <laughs> and here I am like pumping some weight, some pumping some iron. I'm like, come on, guys, like get with the program. <laughs> so, you know, I've really learned to understand that there's some people at the gym that, you know, they, they don't really know what they're doing either. So you might as well just go, just show some boldness, be a little confident, put yourself out there. And yeah, 
I think, I think it's been really empowering for me to just go to the gym and, you know, kind of sit my ass down and feel like I belong there. So I think that's been really fun. So I do basically three days a week strength training, and then I'll do a soul cycle class or some cardio related class. I hate running. And I told Daniel that too, whenever I first started working with him, I don't want to fucking run. (laughs) He looked at me and he said, all right, you're not going to fucking run. And I was like, sick. So (laughs) anyway, I'm not a runner, but I love cycling. I had basically a really bad knee injury whenever I was a junior in high school. I was playing competitive volleyball my whole life, nonstop club volleyball. I was on the state team in Louisiana. And then I actually played, you know, regular high school volleyball. And it was my junior year high school volleyball. I completely blew out my knee, ACL, MCL, PCL, meniscus. And whenever I was going through my rehab, cycling was like the one thing that I flocked on to because it's really, really great for your recovery. But it's something that I continue to do throughout the years. And I have really, really learned to make that my like safe haven. So I love places like SoulCycle. I know a lot of people don't like it because it's a little bit intense in their dark room, lots of lights, rave music. And a lot of people say it's bad for your cortisol, but I feel so at peace in there. I don't know why, but I love it. But I'll do like one class like that a week or, you know, maybe I will go to a berries or, you know, something high intensity cardio related. And then I, and I really like class pass. So sometimes I'll find a class on class pass. That's completely random that I've never done before. And then I like to implement like at least one to two times a week, some Pilates and some yoga or stretching. So I, I love Pilates and I specifically like that Pilates. I'm I will go on like a reformer. I think it's really, really great, but I prefer mat. I feel like I'm a little bit more challenged in mat for some reason because you're using your body weight a little more. But yeah, that's kind of what my overall workout routine has been. Obviously, there's been times this summer that I have completely neglected it and there's been like a week where I haven't worked out. But now that I live in New York, I accidentally get my steps in like crazy the other day I was running errands and I came back home and I was like, why am I so exhausted? And I looked at my health app and I got in like 15,000 steps and that thing is always so inaccurate. So I must've gotten like more than that, which is nuts. But anyway, I think I really want to like stay firm on my goals and I want to really just appreciate it and be grateful for it. And you know, the fact that we're able to get up and utilize our bodies is such a blessing. And I think if you're not taking advantage of that, and which is, you know, it's fine, we all go through different seasons of life. But, you know, if you're not taking advantage of that, I hope you use this as some encouragement to like get out there and go on a walk. It could even be as simple as that. Or, you know, maybe even go play tennis with a friend or it can be it can be fun. That's my biggest like lesson that I've learned. I remember whenever I was first learning German and, you know, trying to perfect that it's still not great, (laughs) but I, and I took that in college. That's why I was learning German. I also was learning Greek during COVID because that's where my family on my dad's side is from. But I remember watching this YouTube video as a Ted talk. I don't remember exactly who the speaker was, but they talk about how whenever you're learning languages, 
you have to make it fun. So I think it's kind of like that with working out. So you have to find something that's fun for you because it's something that you're going to want to show up to. So maybe you're a dancer and you really like to dance. So find a dance class or a dance cardio class. Maybe you really like being outdoors. You know, maybe pick up a tennis racket or pickleball or they have kayaks in a lot of cities and especially in some rural areas too with rivers, like maybe get on a kayak. I don't know. But I think there's like tons of ways to move your body and it's just about finding what works for you and what you think is fun. And you don't have to fall into the stigma of, oh, I need to be doing soul cycle and berries like five times a week. I I think it's great if you're doing that and you really enjoy it. But I think, you know, Definitely do what's best for you and your body, not what everybody else is doing or what's trendy. So anyway, obviously my tips are a little invalid right now because, you know, after my summer of fun, I am right there with you guys. I am wanting to transition into just being very, very active and grateful for it. And I definitely want us to all hold each other accountable. So next up is my finance goals. So I am not the biggest finance girly. I'm going to be honest. I wish I was a little more acclimated with the finance world. I think I know like a fair share. It's nothing. It's nothing substantial, but I did get a financial advisor last year and I feel like that opened up the doors for me to try and understand, you know, some financial intelligence and that really opened up the door to get a grasp and a handle on my finances. So I've been diversifying my portfolio, (laughs) you know, I've been investing into different bonds, policies, I really want to get into angel investing eventually. So, you know, I think it's important for me to kind of get the wheels turning for this and just develop a muscle for it. So I think now that I live in New York and I'm paying a little more in rent than I ever have, it's really important to budget. So I think what I want to do in October is I want to write out a monthly budget and try to stick to it for as long as humanly possible. But if you guys live in New York or you've been to New York, I think you know it's pretty impossible to leave your apartment without at least spending $20. There's a lot to be distracted by here. You know, every time I walk outside, it really is like bright lights, big city. There's all these amazing stores and cafes and restaurants. And, you know, it can be be really tricky to not pull out your card, but... I'm going to try my best to really be mindful whenever I'm taking out my card or maybe it's something that I'm wanting to purchase if this is something that I really want. And sometimes I'm one of those people where I'm at a store and I feel pressured to buy something. I'll just buy it. And I think I need to be definitely more mindful of that because, you know, obviously you want to support small business, but there's sometimes where it is a total unnecessary buy for me. And I think I need to definitely just be more cognizant of my spending here, especially going out to dinners. I mean, just expect to at least be paying a hundred dollars if you're going to a nice place, if you're drinking and, you know, having appetizers and dinner. So 
yeah, I think I really want to space out my schedule well. So that way I know that maybe one time a week I'm going to go out with friends and go to a dinner and, you know, that's how I can kind of separate my spending, <laughs> just making sure that I'm aware of when that's going to be and all of that jazz. Because, I mean, the first couple of weeks I was here, I was going out to dinner with friends like every single night, which is easy to do, but it you do get burnt out from it. So I think I'm just going to be more present in my little cozy girl fall vibes. I, I love spending time with myself. So, you know, just spending time at home, making dinner. It's been a long, long time since I've made like a really nice meal in the kitchen. So experimenting with recipes having fun with that and just learning to embrace spending time at home and finding balance with that, you know, with going out with friends and also knowing when to stay in. So anyway, I definitely want to put my money more towards like wellness. So group classes with friends and maybe you know, getting a smoothie with a friend after a workout or going to a spa with a friend. There's this amazing place called The Well here. I haven't been yet. I feel like I've been, but my friend Rachel goes and she is obsessed. She goes every single day. They have cold therapy, like cold plunging. They have infrared saunas. They have aloe that you can rub all over your body after and like this plant-based or like semi-plant-based cafe. So... I definitely want to like put my money more towards that because if you think about it, like let's say, so maybe you go out with friends like two to three times a week and you end up spending like 150 to like $200 on those meals out, you know, that's going to add up to almost $800 a month. So if you're able to do that, then you can definitely dial it back and invest into some more self-care so that's my plan. I kind of just really want to experience that and just be luxurious for a bit, <laughs> even though I love hanging out with my friends, but I can hang out with my friends at the spa. <laughs> so the next thing is organizing your space, fall, cozy vibes. I've mentioned that in this episode a little bit, but I read, the, but I read this book a few years ago called The Book of Huga. And it's basically about Danish culture. It's so interesting because basically in Denmark, especially in Copenhagen, it's classified as one of the happiest places in the world. And the book basically walks you through of their lifestyle of Huga. And they love cold weather. They love like cozy fall soups. They love snuggling up on the couch. They even sit on the couch a certain way out into the window. <laughs> like It gets really into the specifics. And I absolutely love that book. And I will reread it this fall because they even have recipes in there. They have like how-to guides of how to like really embrace your inner huga, candles, low dim lighting. There's like things that are like defined as huga. So my space is going to be a Huga sanctuary and it's spelled like H-Y-G-G-E, I believe. I might be butchering that, but I feel like you guys have seen that on Pinterest or something and like, you know, those little like quotes with like a word you've never seen before with like what it means. But yeah, it's actually pronounced Huga. So 
Anyway, I think it's important to have an organized space for your own mental and emotional well-being. I'm one of those people where I can't even work if I don't have a clean space. So I actually made this a priority a few years ago, and it's something that I definitely want to incorporate now into my life since it's been so crazy and hectic. I've definitely been slacking, but usually what I have done in the past is whenever I wake up in the morning, I'll make my bed, I'll do my skincare, I'll have my lemon water, eat some breakfast, have my matcha, get dressed, and then I'll actually implement this into my routine. I'll clean up or tidy up for like 10 minutes. So it can be anything. It could be wiping down your counters. It could be folding your laundry. It could be just reorganizing the space. And I think folding blankets and putting them in a space that, you know, makes sense. I don't know. It could be like literally the most subtle thing, but yeah, just do it for 10 minutes. And it's kind of like a domino effect. As time goes on, your space will obviously get cleaner and cleaner and more tidy. So I think that's definitely something that I want to reincorporate into my routine. And I'm really into having like a calm environment. I am super into feng shui. So if you are feeling unsettled in your space, maybe like move some things around, maybe add a nice piece of art, maybe like get a plant for your room. I was actually talking to somebody about feng shui because I had put flower vases right next to my bed and they were like, no. That is an unspoken rule of feng shui. You don't have flowers next to your bed. And I was like, okay, good to know. So none of that. <laughs> anyway, I have my home essential oil diffuser that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. I just got it. It is so yummy and delicious and beautiful and chic. So it's like this really, really beautiful like system. So it's silver, they have gold, and they also have black. And you can match like the vibe of your room, but it's this metal essential oil diffuser and they actually source all of their essential oils from farmers and then they actually donate to local and then they actually donate to local organizations that are near and dear to those farmers. And it's like a global effort, which I think is so cool. But it's like super easy to turn on and the smell is fantastic. Right now I have like a lavender one in there and it's like very spa vibes. So definitely recommend that. I actually have a code and I'm sure I'll throw an ad in this episode for it. But yeah, go check it out. It's a great essential oil diffuser and I've been loving it because I used to have like those plastic Amazon ones and I actually was reading an article about how there's microplastics in those. So whenever it heats up and the water vapors steaming throughout your room and actually has microplastics in it. So you're like breathing that in. So definitely reconsider another option if that's something you're doing because it's kind of just, you know, hurting you more than it's helping. But yeah, I have my blankets. I have all of my pillows. I'm a big pillow girly. And I'm getting my desk set up next week. Now that the flood is over in my apartment, if you guys were a part of that journey, it, it was it was crazy. It was a wild one, but I actually posted a reel on my Instagram. We had like a huge tent up in my bedroom that I had to zip myself out and into, and there was fans, and they were trying to clear out all the water that got into the floors. So that's over with. So I'm going to set up my desk, and yeah, I feel like I'm really just getting my room together and making it a little bit more homey and comfortable. I got some... Uh, thrifted 
coffee table books. I went to some thrift stores yesterday. I also went to Bookmark, which is Mark Jacobs' like book store. It's in the West Village, and I got a few books there. So I've just been having fun like collecting my books for my room, which has been very wholesome. So that's what this summer wasn't. <laughs> I mean, there was parts that were very wholesome, but it was more for like sexy chaotic. And I feel like you guys can even tell in like my demeanor, my voice that I'm feeling like a little less sexy chaotic and more balanced girly fall, but that's okay. We can still bring in sexy chaotic a little bit here and there. I mean, it is called martinis and bikinis for a reason, guys. <laughs> and knowing me next week, I'll come back with some crazy, like wild night out stories. But anyway, this is just a gentle approach to fall and you know what we all should aspire to do or, you know, whatever you're feeling the need to discover or experiment with this fall for your own lifestyle. But next thing. So I really want to <laughs> Now that we were discussing that, I really want to regulate my drinking. I feel like, you know, instead of going to the club and going out every single weekend and staying out till 5 a.m. here in New York, I think I kind of got that all out of my system very early here, and I'm very thankful for that. So I'm kind of done with the whole clubby scene. It's a little arrogant and like superficial to me. And I know that I'll probably end up there eventually, but I feel like just waiting in lines or getting in because you know who, and it's just, it's too much. And, you know, I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm too old to be doing that every weekend. Like I know I'm only 26, but I feel like that's, meant to do for special occasions, celebrations, friends in town, things like that. So anyway, I think my jam is like going to dinners with friends. So having a drink or two, having a nice meal, like getting to have a meaningful conversation. And yeah, I'm just not feeling this intense desire to like go wild out every weekend. So obviously everything in moderation, and I think there's strategies for responsible drinking. If anybody has recommendations for me, let me know because I'm one of those people that has a very hard time, like not overindulging. Like I'm never one of those people that's like, like just a complete mop that like is being like swept with, with the floor. Like I can handle my own and I can take care of myself whenever I'm drinking. But I think if I'm with somebody that is like continuing to drink. Like after one drink, I'm like, okay, so now we're going hard. <laughs> and then I just really go balls to the walls and there's tequila shots, there's dirty martinis everywhere. And I wake up and I'm like, whoa, that really got out of hand. <laughs> so if anybody has any tips for like responsible drinking or I, somebody was telling me that what they do is after their first drink, they'll actually like chew a piece of gum. And I think that is actually super helpful because, you know, after like you have that minty flavor, you don't really want to like drink something else. You know, it's kind of like, okay, that's the end. It's kind of like a routine. So I like that. I might do that. Um, also, obviously the finances, going back to the finances, I want to be really aware of how much I'm spending on alcoholic beverages. So yeah, that's definitely a goal for me. And don't get me wrong. I love my dirty martinis. I love my spicy margaritas. 
and I probably won't be completely abandoning them, but I definitely want to reevaluate my relationship with alcohol. I think everybody like, you know, there's some people that are sober, don't drink or don't like it. And, you know, I think everybody has a different relationship with alcohol, but I think it's always good to like reassess where you are with it. And that's just how I'm feeling right now. So I definitely think that there's like positive effects to reducing your alcohol consumption and that directly implies to your beauty and wellness. You know, I think this summer I was feeling like my skin was breaking out more. I was feeling bloated. I was feeling anxious. And I think a lot of that is underlying from use of alcohol and, you know, staying out late and not having a good sleeping schedule and ruining my circadian rhythm. And that's why I've been trying to like get outside first thing in the morning this week, just to really get my circadian rhythm back on track, my hormones back in track and obviously alcohol and having a, and obviously, you know, overuse of alcohol and an unregulated sleep schedule is really going to fuck up your hormones. So Definitely want to focus on that. Next is beauty and wellness routines. So I am like, again, really honing in on wellness, girly, fall, balance, girl, fall. But I think my biggest priority is my wellness. And I think that really correlates to how I operate my brands too. Because I think whenever I prioritize my socializing over my wellness, I obviously don't feel very good. I feel drained. I feel exhausted. I feel just not like the best version of myself. But whenever I'm prioritizing my wellness, I think everything kind of just is very harmonious. So if I really am on top of things, I'm able to perform better in meetings. I'm able to come up with more creative ideas. I'm able to execute projects well. So I think that's my main reason for wanting to really, really focus on that this fall. So I'll share what my like typical day and night routines are with like beauty and wellness. Obviously, <laughs> From what I've said, I am still a work in progress, so nobody come after me. I'm still learning, and I want this podcast to be a place where we are all learning and growing together. So any tips that you have for me or anything fun that you do in your routine, I'd love for you to repost this episode with like a fun like wellness tip, or maybe even if you just want to DM me, that would be great too. But yeah, I really, really want to hone in on you guys like posting episodes on social that you really, really enjoyed or that really resonated with you because I just want to help build this community and just help people feel less alone. I think that's my whole purpose with this podcast. So going back to my day and night routines. So, well, what I've been doing this week <laughs> and what I've done in the past, the summer was a complete whirlwind so crazy so obviously this was neglected a bit like I said but anyway day morning I've been trying to wake up at like seven <laughs> sometimes I hit the snooze button and I wish I could wake up a little earlier I probably will start to wake up a little earlier now that 
winter is approaching and the sun sets a little earlier because I just really need sunshine. I'm one of those people that feels really depressed <laughs> whenever I don't have sun, especially here in the East Coast. It's cold and snowy and miserable through the winter. So anyway, right now I've been waking up around like seven, eight. And what I will do first thing is I will actually have my phone on the opposite side of the room. I've been really, really aware of how much time I'm spending looking at a screen. So I have been listening to a few podcast episodes of wellness people that have started to leave their phones in other rooms or opposite side of the bedroom. And that has significantly helped me because there's one host on a podcast that talks about how she felt like she was in a relationship with her phone because she would go to bed with it and wake up with it every morning. And yeah, I just don't want that for myself. So I've been trying not to bring it into bed and leaving it on the other side of the room and actually not touching it for like the first like two hours of my day if I can. So I have it on do not disturb indefinitely for the time being because I've noticed like how my cortisol just like strikes up whenever I feel like I need to respond to somebody or there's emergencies. Nothing is that serious. Like I haven't had an emergency from somebody in a very long time. And if it is an emergency, thankfully do not disturb has the function where if somebody calls and it goes straight to voicemail and they call again, it'll show that they're calling. So, you know, it's not a complete do or die, but anyway, leave my phone on the opposite side of the room, get up, turn off my alarm or snooze it maybe once or twice. And then I will make my bed. I will go into the bathroom. I'll do my skincare, brush my teeth, the whole shebang. And skincare products I've been loving lately is the Gentle Cleanser from Caudalie. I've been using that in the mornings. I typically don't cleanse in the mornings, but I've started to incorporate that a little bit more. So I do that and then I'll just apply sunscreen. And then I have sensitive combination skin. So I have to be very, very minimal in the, in the mornings. And then what I will do is I'll get my lemon water, my celery juice, if I have it on deck. And I have been loving making my egg scramble every morning. So that's three eggs. I love getting a ton of protein in the mornings because I think it like really curbs my appetite throughout the rest of the day. And not that I'm trying to curb my appetite. I just am definitely one of those people that can overindulge sometimes whenever I'm sitting down for a meal. So it's just a way for me to kind of jumpstart my metabolism for the day and also get a lot of protein in. So three eggs, I will do like maybe like a quarter of a yellow onion and and everything organic. I'm very, very into the whole organic scene, especially after getting back from Europe where Everything is super clean and organic and America puts a fuck ton of additives and just terrible things into our food, even like the fresh food. So just being super, super cognizant of that. But then I will have a quarter of a yellow bell pepper. I'm specific about the color. <laughs> I know there's really not that much of a difference, but for some reason, the yellow just tastes better to me. I love the yellow bell peppers. And then a few cherry tomatoes or sliced. And then I will have a fourth of an avocado and a ton of Tabasco and then some salt and pepper. 
So that's been my breakfast like every day. I'm obsessed with it. And then I'll have my matcha from Peak Tea with my Willa's oat milk. And I'll put a little bit of my friend Steve's honey in it. He's a beekeeper in New Jersey. I actually just went to him and his wife, Melissa's wedding. It was so amazing. And they gave all the guests like a little bit of their honey with like their table seats. So I was able to, you know, get some jars of honey and also know what table I was sitting at, which was lovely. It was so cute. So I do that and then I'll get dressed. I usually keep my workout clothes very close to my bed. I don't put them on immediately, but I'll put them out the night before and then I will change. And I think whenever I put them out the night before, it just kind of motivates me to actually put them on and go to the gym or go to a class or something like that. So this morning I went to Soul Cycle. Every day looks different. And then I go about my day. Sometimes, oh, I forgot one crucial element. So Sometimes it's before or after the workout, but I will even bring my like journal and my devotional book with me if I know I'm going to go somewhere afterwards. And, you know, maybe I'll sit and work from there and do my Devo and journal before. Um, but I will do my journal method, which is really amazing. And it's something that I haven't even done since July, but I've been doing it this week, which has been marvelous. And it's a goal of mine to keep it up and keep doing it. So the first thing I do is I list five things that I'm grateful for. And they're not surface level things. They're very impactful and things that have a lot of meaning. So you know, obviously there's days where I'm like, I'm thankful for my mom because she did this. Or, you know, I'm thankful to live in such an amazing city like New York. Or, you know, I'm thankful for my health. But sometimes it could literally be as deep as I am feeling so grateful to have legs to get me out of bed in the morning. Or I am so grateful that I have a roof over my head, a nice pillow to sleep on, a warm meal if I need it and I have access to. And I think it's just about really seeing the big picture because there's a lot of people that are struggling, you know? And I think just really admiring every detail of your life, no matter how small, is super important for self-growth. So I've been doing that. And then I actually list three affirmations. So I am a good businesswoman. I am feeling super fucking confident today. I am a good ass friend. Like it could be anything that maybe you feel like you're struggling with internally because most of the time, whenever you're able to like write out those things, it actually means that you're doing a fantastic job at it. And it could be just your own inner critic. So reminding yourself that you are a badass is important for not only your confidence, but just feeling strong and ready to take on the day. Then I will make one promise to myself, and this is something that I have been doing for years. Obviously, I've been slacking. I keep, I keep mentioning that I'm slacking because I don't want you guys to think that this is something I do every day or that I'm perfect because I literally don't have my shit together at all, and this week is like the first time that I feel like I actually do. So anyway, I write down one promise to myself. So yesterday, it was to work on the podcast, and I did that. And the day before I was work on my taxes, I did that. 
And I think whenever you're able to make these promises to yourself and you actually are able to implement it into your day, it shows that you are your own accountability partner and that you don't need to rely on anybody else. And I think it builds so much confidence and faith in yourself. And it's a really, really good way to build a strong, resilient, take on the world style person. So definitely recommend doing that. Even if it's as simple as going on a walk or calling your mom or something along those lines. Next thing I do is the power list. So those are five essential things that I need to get done that day. And they don't have to be relating to my career. It could be doing my nails or making sure that I actually do my devotional, meeting up with a friend. Like it could be anything or it could even be finishing up a task for the project that I'm working on. So it can be a mix of business. It could be a mix of self-care, socializing, whatever, just anything that you feel is essential for you to get done that day. And what you do that night is you go over the list and you cross things off based on if you were able to get them done or not. If you weren't totally okay, you just move it to the next day. If you were incredible, you can write a big ass W on it. That means you won the day. So the last thing that I'll do is I will send love to three different people. And these aren't just like, hey, I miss you. These are like very meaningful texts. So whether it's somebody that I haven't seen in a while that I'm thinking about who's been on my mind or somebody maybe that I saw on social media that is celebrating this amazing victory or, you know, maybe they got married or they had a baby or like something really, really life changing. I like to just let them know that I'm thinking about them and send them some love. And I think whenever you send somebody a meaningful message like that, it helps us feel more connected. And I think community is the biggest strength for us all in life because without each other, we would be nothing. Human connection is the most important foundation of life. And I like to remind myself that. And I also think it makes people feel really good, but it also makes ourselves feel good. And I think giving is very important, whether that's your time, your energy, Anyway, I think giving is really important, even if it's just a thoughtful message every day. So that's my journal routine. And then I will do my Jesus Calling book. I'll just read a scripture. And I don't know why, but lately they have been hitting, guys. They've been hitting. And I am so grateful that I'm able to reestablish this relationship with God. And it's been really, really nice. So I'll usually take maybe two to three minutes afterwards, close my eyes, pray, and it's lovely. And whenever I am at home, whenever I'm doing my journal and Devo, I'll typically do my Wim Hof breathing exercises after this. It's on YouTube. It's free. And I do the beginner version just because I can't hold my breath for that long. But it's amazing. Wim Hof, he's called the Iceman. He's done crazy things like hiked Mount Everest and he wasn't wearing shoes, I'm pretty sure. He's like run marathons without shoes or something wild. But he was actually on the Goop Netflix documentaries. And ever since then, I'm like obsessed with him. But basically, his breathing technique is so, so good for your nervous system. And I've been trying to do that at least every other day. If I don't have time to meditate, I'll find a time throughout the day to do like at least a two to three minute meditation. I really like the 10 minutes. I feel like that's my like bread and butter, my good sweet spot. But 
they even have walking meditations, guys. They have driving meditations. Like, they have some crazy things out there. So, really leaning into your mindfulness is important. So, that's what I'll do in the morning. And then at night, what I'll do is I, it's pretty simple <laughs> compared to my morning, but I will usually make dinner, go out for dinner, I'll come back, I'll shower. My whole beauty routine, what I do usually is the Elemis cleansing balm. And then I use a skin med bacterial cleanser. I like to double cleanse at night. I've been using the Environ. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, toner. I just ran out, so I got a little tester of the Polish Choice AHA toner the other day, so I'm going to start using that. Very excited for good things. And then I will put on the Elemis Moisturizer. Then I will put on the Caudalay Instant... No, it's not the Instant Detox. It's the Overnight Detox Oil. I would really like to start gua shaing again. <laughs> I haven't done it in a really long time, but I'm gonna, that's my goal. I'm going to start doing that. Brush my teeth. I get into bed. I turn on my essential oil diffuser. I take my Well Bell. Sometimes I'll take the Array sleep supplements. I absolutely love those. All natural. They like wipe me out, but my Well Bell is uh, no, no brainer. Like that's something I just do without even thinking about. And then I will read my Kindle. I just got a Kindle and I'm obsessed. It's incredible. So yeah, that's my nighttime routine. I'll put my phone on the other side of the room, try not to touch that right before bed. And yeah, so those are my beauty and wellness routines. I think I definitely want to focus on eating nourishing foods and just being very, very kind to my body after a few months of treating it like a garbage can. <laughs> so the next thing is meaningful socializing. And I'll be quick with this, but you know, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, I think I just really want to focus on spending quality time with my friends and my loved ones and meeting new people and kind of meeting them in places that are productive as opposed to places that can be a little destructive. So, you know, I'm excited to like go to like, you know, fun new restaurants with friends and, you know, go to workout classes with friends and wellness events that I went to today. Like that was super fun. So that's a big, big desire of mine. I just want to surround myself with loving, supportive people and, you know, incorporate a little bit of beauty and wellness with the community, with my community. So I think setting boundaries is really important to prioritizing your self-care, whether that's picking out one to two nights a week where you know that you're going to be going out. So, you know, you kind of can brace yourself and mentally prepare. And sometimes what I'll even do is on Sundays, I will kind of plan out my week, whether that's on my Trello board. I'll plan out all of my business stuff on my Trello board, but then I'll go to my notes app and I will literally write down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and the workouts I'm going to be doing based on what my schedule and my calendar looks like. And also the meals I'm going to be having. And that helps me like plan my grocery list. So if you know, you're going to be out one night, I think it helps you save money if you're not just buying and overspending at the grocery store, but you also can kind of give yourself some accountability of like, okay, so I'm eating in like four nights this week. And then, you know, on Friday night, I'm going to go have dinner with so-and-so. So yeah, I think just like planning it out and yeah, 
just making sure that you feel balanced and good and just like the best version of you. So in summary, we talked about fitness and movement, finance goals, organizing your space, the fall cozy hygge vibes, regulating drinking, beauty and wellness routines, and meaningful socialization. So if you guys have any takeaways from the episode that you really liked, let me know, share it on social. And I would love for you to reflect on your own summer to fall transitions and how you can incorporate some of these goals or maybe some new goals that you have set in stone for yourself, maybe some beauty and wellness routines, anything of that sort. And yeah, I definitely would love to hear your thoughts and I want to remind you guys to like, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. It's actually the best thing you can do for the podcast. And it not only helps other audience members figure out if it's their vibe, but it also helps me to continue this podcast and keep it going. And I appreciate you guys so much. And I can't wait to chat more about all the wellness stuff that I'm about to embark on. But I hope you guys have a great weekend if it's Friday and you're listening. But thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to see you next week. Remember to follow me at Veronica Julia on Instagram and TikTok. That's V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A-D-R-O-U-L-I-A. And you can follow Martinis and Bikinis on Instagram and TikTok as well. It's martinis and bikinis pod on both and if you know of anybody in new york city that you would love for me to guest interview let me know send me a dm and i will talk to you guys soon ta-ta okay so i recently got my home essential oil diffuser and it's called home essentials and i'm obsessed so it's this really chic metal essential oil diffuser and i have had so many crappy essential oil diffusers in the past whether i purchased them on amazon for like less than ten dollars and sourced my essential oils from who knows where And I actually learned that you can get microplastics in those essential oil diffusers and it radiates into the air and we absorb it and we literally get it into our system. So that's why I really like home because it's really effortless. It goes into the space nicely, but it's also really, really good for your health and it's helping you more than it's hurting you. So... I really, really like it because they source all of their essential oils from farmers all over the world and then they actually donate proceeds to local organizations that are in nearby areas to those farmers. It's really, really lovely and amazing. So anyways, if you would like to partake, that's code VERONICA10 for 10% off your order at welcomehome.com. That's H-O-H-M, welcomehome.com. And... You won't regret it.